All right, guys. Thanks again for joining the podcast. We're going to start with our sponsor today is TCG Player. TCG Player is the best way to purchase singles of your magic, the gathering hobby. Simply go to TCG Player's uh, website, and they have an advanced search. They have every card pulled up, different printings. They have a price history. TCGplayer.com. And to support This Week in MTG, certainly go to our uh, webpage, thisweekinmtg.com. At the bottom of the site, you'll see TCG Player. Give that a click. You using that and supporting TCG Player directly supports this wonderful podcast. We appreciate it, and we appreciate you, TCGplayer.com. And the charity of choice is magickids.com. That's M-A-G-I kids.org. I apologize, .org. Got to do this correct. Magickids.org is a fantastic charity. To my knowledge, I've been actually looking to see if I can highlight other charities. And I want to make sure it's a real charity going to a real purpose that has the 403B tax licensing behind it. And this is the only magic one that I can find. They go above and beyond to make sure to help new communities, schools, homeschool programs to teach kids how to get into magic and to instruct teachers with kits and product to get them into it. So certainly go to their website, magickids.org. It's made by the Weird Card Charity Group. And give your money. Certainly uh, go in there, see if you can uh, sign up and learn to be a volunteer and teacher yourself. It's a fantastic charity. Thanks again to them. Let's kick in to this podcast. Welcome, welcome to this week in MTG with your host, Rob Zolson. Boys and girls, one and all, welcome to this week in MTG. Today and every day of this week has been epic. We've had spoilers galore. I have never wanted someone to read me a storybook more. So today I have some guests with me. I have Andy B. What's up? Hey, Rob's always going. So, Andy. Yes. How pumped are you for Thornail Train? Oh, this is kind of the best set that I have seen and the kind of the cards that I enjoy. He's just sitting over there rubbing his nipples like Mel Gibson. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> so he is a through and through uh, tribal player, and he loves his farm animals. Yep, and animals getting... and wildlife. Don't get the wildlife. What are you getting out of this set, just quickly? Like, oh, horse, goats, tigers, and bears. Oh my. Um, not so much the goat. No goats. No goats. There is a goat. There is one that produces goats, but uh, not my kind of not my cup of tea on this one. But uh, bears, horses, boars. He's getting it all. Oh, yes. Except goats. But who needs goats? Well, you can always have goats. Somebody else can have goats. So our other partner in crime today on the podcast is The Bacon Man. Yo, back for another one. He's crispy today. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm kind of sad, though. I haven't seen a Merfolk come out yet. I thought there was one. I didn't see I it. I thought there was one. I didn't see it. Well, we'll go through them. We're going to deep dive so. in. I didn't see it. So we'll, we'll keyword search on scryfall.com to see if there's a Merfolk. <laughs> Better have one, all I'm saying. So you just came... From was it Anime Fargo? Is that the the? Yep. And had a great time. He's actually wearing yes. a meme T-shirt right now. It's a fake Magic the Gathering card that says the fart bomb stands alone. It's a total converted mana cost of three colorless, um, three shit, which is a special type of magic <laughs> mana. So six total. It's a sorcery. If you rip a fart in a full room and nobody finds out, you win the game. <laughs> so I'm jealous. I. I'm going to have to see if I can throw money your uh, your way for next uh, 
next conference. So today we have as our, you could say, special guests that we're going to do a deep dive interview, the co-owners of tcgsniper.com. We'll get into the, the product, but this tool is fantastic for those of you that want to, say, set alerts on lower prices, but we're going to do a deep dive. Let's start with uh, one of uh, the first here. Jonathan, introduce yourself, sir. Hey, I'm Jonathan. Uh, TCG Sniper is my baby. It's my child. So uh, thanks for having me. We'll Anything cradle, else you want to know at this time? We'll, we'll cradle it with you, bottle feed yeah. it until it's a uh, you know, <laughs> full-grown community. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, Penguin, if you prefer that name, or we could use your real name. It is certainly your choice. I've only referred to you as Penguin. Yeah, uh, well, Penguin's a lot easier than my real name. My real name's Incito, but Penguin's a lot easier for people to remember. <laughs> well, I just feel like uh, you're going to get like those Despacito, you know, names, thanks to Justin yeah, Bieber now. Of course. It, it, it's so. really cool, because we'll go out to lunch or something like that, and then we'll go to Arby's or something, and they'll be like, oh, can we get a name for the order? And we'll be like, oh, it's Penguin. Anytime I go anywhere, <laughs> they ask me for a name. I just say Josh. That's my go-to. There you go. <laughs> I my name Steve. What's your stripper name. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a I'm the I'm the daddy of this uh, project that we're doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just for a, a quick um a, a quick uh, deeper introduction. So you guys are both the developers of the tool. Is that correct? Yes. The one and only. Fantastic. So yeah. <laughs> we're going to be able to do a full-on deep dive and get real nerdy with this shit. Oh, yeah. You can ask as many real questions nerdy. as you want. Well, perfect. Well, we're going to put that on pause. The second half of the podcast mm -hmm. will be the interview. Right now, we got so much news. We're going to try to speed through it so we can get that interview. But, uh, you know, we're going to change up the format. What festivals are coming up, Bacon? Yeah. Uh, September 20th, uh, we got Magic Fest Atlanta. And then a little bit later, October 4th, we have Magic Fest Montreal. That way we can get some poutine when we finally don't get coverage. Oh, Although, yeah. I can't complain, we had a little bit. We had Star City Gaming's coverage, which they do a fantastic job. You know, right. they have full-on sponsors. They put some effort into it. And you feel like, even when they're sideboarding, the UI of the stream is just so crisp. Mm -hmm. Like, you feel like, what would you do? And they have real discussions about it. Shout out to those guys, because... They're my favorite type of uh, coverage. And in this world of lack of coverage, just keep doing what you're doing because you're our only shining hope. Channel Fireball does a good job as well, but you're better. Did they did they hear our play the last time? We said I don't know. We might just be talking into a you know publicity void and just talking to our viewers and may not pick up those people, but if it ever does, I love you. If anybody's listening, we'll gladly go out there to do coverage. That's it. I'm just going to use my Twitter account. It's... Uh, at this underscore week in MTG, and um, I have to just hit them up because that's the best way to get around in the Magic uh, community. Apparently. Let's dip into those finance numbers because I'm greedy. <laughs> this week, we didn't see any... We Finally, the, the uh, Commander 2019 hype has, has, has quieted. It's still there. But we just we don't have to hear about Morph every week. So no Morph on my list this week. Dang. That's the best set. Number one, confuse the hell out of me. Blood Clock is a four-drop artifact, completely colorless. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player returns a permanent he or she owns to his hand unless they pay two life. Why? I just don't get it. So, apparently, this has been hard analyzed because this is a 390% increase. Because this was just a bulk rare. It's, it's literally a card from Kamigawa. So, apparently, the price went up. 
strictly because people started understanding how adventure works. So we'll get into the adventure cards in a minute, but when you play a creature and it dies, you don't get to play the adventure. So you have the opportunity to return it to your hand just to play the adventure. So that's the thought behind it. But it's it's just it's modern legal. They can't use it in standard. It's really a niche card. It's four drops, so they're only going to use this in commander. So I don't see this high spike staying consistent. So don't don't believe in the hype on this card. Number two, which I thought would have been number one, is Hakon, Stromgeld uh, Scourge. It's a three-drop, three-three black zombie knight. Zombies are going up. Oh, not zombies. Knights are going across yeah, the board <laughs> because we have that new sweet storybook stuff uh, happening. But this one's interesting. This is an ability on it where you may play this card from your graveyard, but not from anywhere else. So you have to dump it somehow in your graveyard. And as long as it's in your graveyard, you may play knight cards from your graveyard. So you get to recycle all your knights if you dump it. Are we going back to Hulgak? No, no. No. <laughs> I mean, th- this does kind of scare me. Uh, now that you say that, the second you said you can't cast, basically you can't cast it. It has to go in your graveyard to be put back on the field. Yeah, that is That's a Holgak right Hulgak, there. Yeah. Oh man, we're going back to Holgak. See what happened to Holgak? It went down the drain <laughs> right away. Look at this awesome card. Yeah, great band. I just like how you said Holgak, and my butthole got all clenched. You know, like everybody's did. <laughs> I see you. You see me. <laughs> Not you, everybody else. Well, this uh, this does have a downfall to protect it from being Hogak. When you put it into the grave, you lose two life. So it does try to ramp you down. But that's not a whole lot. No. So like we'll Commander, see. You still have 40 life unless you're playing like a black-white life game. Right. But this is all dependent on what good knights we get out of Thornail Drain. So we'll see what happens. But that did sp- uh, spike incredibly. And then one that's been on everybody's radar, at least for people that are trying to make predictions, is Pillar of Perrins. It's a land that taps for any color um, of one mana that only to cast a multicolored spell. So that's a limitation. It can tap for anything. It doesn't come in tapped, but it has to only go to a multicolored spell. Hmm. So we're seeing this played in a new deck called Five Color Niv-Mizzet in Modern. The new Five Color Niv-Mizzet has strictly been a uh, um, standard staple, but now they're putting it together and it's working real well. And we're going to do that as the modern deck spotlight tonight. But uh, let's get some cheap pickups. Right, Andy? Right. So if you're a dragon guy, Sarkon Fireblood out of uh, M19 is the lowest it's been and still seeming like it's going down. It's at 5 bucks. That's a good pickup for a three-drop dragon ramp card. So if you're, if you're a commander player, this is the pickup right here. And Tezzeret, Artif- Artifice Master, is that same 5 bucks from M19. So again, these aren't played out really outside of Commander. Pick these up. That five bucks for those uh, those pieces are going to be nice. And Rashidan Port. Before they printed Rashidan Port, this card was up to like a hundred and twenty bucks. It's again, let me read it. It's a land, a colorless land that you can either tap for colorless mana or pay one, tap it to tap another person's land. So you could specifically hose someone's land that was being degenerative, or just short them one mana for fun. So basically anybody who plays uh, Lord Windgrace. Yeah, stuff yeah, like just, that. Just start hosing them. So it was using Legacy and Commander here and there. Mm-hmm. And this piece, after that reprinted, is now at its record low at 17 bucks. Oh, wow. Right. Right. So if you're going to use it, pick it up. It's also used for a couple of their combos to untap and retap your lands. So you can tap all their lands with your lands. It 
it's not a fun way of playing Magic, but it's certainly part of Magic's vintage uh, past. Yeah. It was originally printed in Kidian Masks. Excellent. So, one last piece of finance. With all of these knights coming out, especially that one that spiked, one that I'm just starting to see go up is um, Kins, Kinsbale Cavalier. I'm probably saying that incorrect. It's a Morning Tide card. It's four drop. It's a Kithkin Knight, but it's still a knight. And knight creatures you control have double strike. Ooh. Right. This is a rare for Morning Tide. It was really cheap beforehand. It was probably two bucks. It's certainly going up, and I expect it to go up a lot more if we see knights go any direction. Oh, yeah. So there's my prediction for the week. If I'm going to get uh, racy and you know, want to invest your money for you. So the adventure cards. Last week we were kind of on the you know fence of exactly where it was. We did the podcast early before we really had a full-on ruling. They presented a ruling, but it, it seemed fishy. Now we have a fun, easy video to understand it. So if you have an adventure card... It has a creature on one side, and then the adventure, sorcery, or instant in the bottom left. When it's in your hand, you could cast it for either or, not both. So if you cast it for the adventure, after it resolves, it goes to exile. If it's in exile, you can recast just the creature side of it. And when that dies, it goes to the graveyard, and you cannot recast it at all without some other graveyard effect. So the questions I'm still having is, when you tutor for it, can you tutor for an instant, or does it have to be creature? I'm thinking it has to be creature, but those are the judge rulings that we're going to find out when it comes out. Yeah. Otherwise, that is definitely a, clear, a clarity on it. So there's a rule of thumb. If it's in a graveyard, you can't cast the creature. If it's in exile, you can cast its creature. Even if somebody else exiles it? That maybe. Like, you know, maybe. like rest in peace that goes into your exile. I'm thinking how they're probably going to do it is when you play it, it goes into a special exile pile. Oh, so now we have another another, another pile. Right. It's yeah. going to be like, so this is my adventure pile. Right. Special pile. The adventure pile, the exile pile, and a graveyard And that's pile. where I think it's kind of like frustrating because I just want it all in the exile to cast mm-hmm. out, but yeah, we're probably going to have a judge messaging on this one. Yeah. But I always wait because even they had a bunch of uh, stuff and even um, uh, was the Amonkhet block with our devastation mm-hmm. that they errated, you know, the week of uh, pre-release, so we'll we'll see what happens. I think this is going to be a fix, but the new sets because we got after we did the podcast last week, it was like the gates opened and we got all the leaks for the year. So Mark Rosewater sat with the guys that do the uh, Commander. What's that uh, Commander show that you love so much, Andy? Game nights. Yep, the guys at Game Nights. And they were telling all these different details, uh, spoilers of Throne of Eldraine, and they just so happened to slip in the next four sets that are coming out. So quarter one of next year, of 2020, Theros Beyond Death. We're going to go back to Theros, but we're going to the underworld, baby. Yes. We're bringing Elspeth Bath out of her purgatory. Oh, sweet. Underworld yes. Cerberus. And Mark Rosewater this week did confirm that we're not going to see all the gods back. So there's people that think, oh, we're getting all the gods. We're getting gods. We're just not getting all the gods. I mean, some of the gods are dead, like Xenagos, if I remember correctly, you know. But even the dead gods, you know, still have a place in our hearts. Look at Ugin. Look at Ugin. (laughs) Uh, Don't don't tell him that Ugin's not a god. Just leave it at that. I know it's not a god, but, you know, dead things. See, here's what I'm afraid of. I love Gideon, but not that much. So Gideon's dead, and he's supposed to be in the you know underworld of Theros, right? 
Now they're going to the underworld of Theros. So they Are we going to see Gideon Theros? again? Might be, or it might be in a different color. I don't know. Colorless. Like a black-red Gideon? I don't know what's... Yeah, maybe. A colorless Gideon? I don't yeah, know what's going to happen. becomes the yeah. next card. I don't know what's going to happen on uh, on that one there, but... Yeah. Uh, but if, if they're going to do back to Theros Underground, or under Underworld, I'm uh, hoping they bring back Underworld Cerberus. Right. The hound. That is how it goes. Yes. Sorry, we're just having a, a bit of difficulty here with uh, with Discord. So the next set that we're going to have is Ikoria, Lair of Behemoths. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm uh, pronouncing that correctly. So, Lair of Behemoths? Lair of Behemoths. Is this going to be all mono green stompy? Well, what he, uh, Mark Rosewater said is going to be build your own monster set. Yeah. Yep. Cool. There it is. So yep. what we see in Magic's history is we see all these unsets, right? The unsets paint a story of what they're trying to do or seeing if it's going to work, right? It's their playground to see what cool ideas they can come up with. You know, I think that's how we got uh, double face cards is yeah. they made, you know, big furry monster. They had like two cards put together to see if they could make one. Well, that's how we got double face cards in uh, Eldritch Moon. Yep. I think what they're doing is the last unset. They tried to do those modular pieces where you had like two halves and you built a creature. Yep. That's what they're doing in, in uh, Ikoria. You're going to build your own monster, and they're just expanding upon what they did in the unset. It's, that's my opinion. I feel, I, I feel like it's going to have to have a different... I mean, obviously it probably will, but I feel like it has to have like a different mechanic than it's like, you know, half kit and half this, because you're not going to have, you know, all, all your creatures in your commander deck or whatever be half this. Well, the idea with the unset is you could still play just the half a kit. Well, right, yeah. no, right, 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 right. But so they'll, you, they'll you have something. Hopefully, draw into something that's you know the other half that you can you know create oh, one together. Yeah. So this it has like a pay like a pay extra or something like that and attach two creatures onto half kitten, half you know, kitten merfolk <laughs> rogue. Well, imagine with this. right. You had some giant centaur and you're like now he's half cat. Cat awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then it gets in the uh, you know, special ability like to climb trees or something like that. That's yeah, like some sort of a tap, uh, enchantment or equipment. You just don't know. Yeah. So the next set is Core 2021, right? And all they gave us for information on this, they were very quiet about it, was number one, we can see the logos, right? They gave us all of the card set logos, and the card set logo is changing for the core set. We don't see that M number. We just see. It looks like two playing cards on top of each other, so I don't know what they're doing if they're just trying to come up with better branding because the old core set branding gave bad PR and they had bad sales. Who knows? But like they did with the Chandra one in M20, they all they said was, if you like Teferi, you're going to like this set. Ooh. Well, I hate Teferi, so... <laughs> <laughs> but... So it's going to be a Teferi thing. They're going to go in history. Maybe you have baby Teferi. We're going to have stages like we had Chandra. I don't know. That worked. People are excited about that in core. I mean, regardless, of course, poor sales, but yeah. still. Yeah. So no more nightmare then. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, and, just, no, what was it? No now, more just... a giant spider. <laughs> yeah. How many times they made a giant <laughs> spider? spider? Oh. Yep. Yeah. All right. And the last one, this is quarter four. This is my by far favorite. All mill. Zendikar rising. So Zendikar is no Eldrazi anymore. We're going to see real Zendikar without spaghetti monster bullshit. Ooh. Yes. And that's where Fetchlands came from. Oh. I'm hoping. Come on now. <laughs> I'll bet you right now it says they don't print oh, Fetchlands. I, I bet. Yeah. I'll bet you. Right. I wish. They, they I will. Really they hope I'm so. sure they will. I want them to. But I'll bet you right now it's just like you know, getting your hopes up over a. 
football game. They may do expeditions again. I could see expeditions. Yes, yes. Yeah, I could see expeditions. But I'm down. I could use some more masterpieces in my 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 life. <laughs> yeah, you like the masterpieces. I prefer the animals. <laughs> And that's why we get along, buddy. Want to trade? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's dive into those Throne of Eldrin spoilers. Can I just say something? Yes. I found one. There is a merfolk in this set. Fantastic. You want to read it? Wishful merfolk. It is a two-drop, one colorless, one blue. It is a merfolk creature. It has defender. Breaks my heart. But you can pay one colorless and one blue. And Wishful Merfolk loses Defender and becomes a human until the end of turn. And it's a 3-2. Doesn't seem too bad. Definitely a, a, a limited uh, fun, car, uh, fun card. Yeah. So we're on MythicSpoiler.com. This is the place that just consolidate all the links in one easy-to-use UI. Mobile-friendly. You can use it on your tablet uh, or PC if you have uh, that readily available. But right now, we have 161 out of 269 cards spoiled. So go in there. Certainly give it a call. We're going to pick some of our favorites here. So one of my favorites, and this is actually going straight in my mono-white EDH deck, Harmonious Archon. It's a six-drop total mono-white creature. Four-five is power and toughness. It is flying. It says non-Archon creatures have base power, toughness, 3-3. When Archon enters a battlefield, create two 1-1 white humans. Well, that means they're three threes, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's zooming out, going wide. So I'm just imagining because I, I use an Aleshnorn deck, right? You play it, you got Aleshnorn out. Everything that isn't uh, an Archon is a three three, which now it's a one one. Yeah. So it's just that much more fun for me. How about you, Andy? What's one of your favorites? Well, one of the favorites that I prefer is Stone Coil Serpent. It is an artifact creature, snake. And if uh, guys that you that know that uh, play against me, I have a snake commander deck. So this one here is X drop, reach, trample, protection from multicolor. Oh yeah. Yes. And when Stone Coil Serpent enters the battlefield, with X plus one plus one counters on it. Very nice. Yes. So if you play this like an end game or middle game, and you have you know, 10, 11 uh, man on the f- on the field. Yeah, dump it all in there, and yeah, you got a nice big old powerful 11, 11 it's a snake. Absolutely. So, I found one that'll go into more fun. Ooh, it's not quite you know a shapeshifter slash changeling, but it does something similar. So I found uh, Mirror Maid. There's a three cost, one colorless, two blue. It's an enchantment. You may have Mirror Maid enter the battlefield as a copy of any artifact or enchantment on the battlefield. I mean, that's awesome. I, it's going to go right, gonna go right yeah. in there. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. been Commander Staples doing that right suffer forever. Yeah. So I want to point out a couple things that I think are going to be absolute modern staples because that's always what I'm looking for. What is going to go in Commander? What's going to go strictly to modern? Because that shows power to be used in standard. Yeah. So one of them that kind of just blew my mind, I'm uh, reading it, it's an uncommon deafening silence. It's a one drop. Oh, yeah. Just looking at that one right now. One drop enchantment. Each player can't play more than one non-creature spell each turn. You have now made a one drop enchantment to completely shut down, down Storm. So... When this comes out, I think it has the real opportune moment here to change the traditional storm and make Twiddle Storm a thing because it has so much permanent bounce. 
that it can deal with deafening silence, whereas normal Storm cannot. I think this could actually shut down and change how Storm's done. Just crazy cards. Other than that, um, you guys want to go for one next? Um, I guess for another creature? W- whatever you'd like, Andy. Yeah. This um, is your uh, your showcase here. <laughs> all right. Um, they are bringing... Now, this will be the very first time ever multicolored horse. Wandermare. And it actually deals with the adventure. So whenever you cast a creature spell that has an adventure, put a plus one, plus one counter on Wandermare. It, it is a three drop, one, green, and white, three, three. Very nice. A lot of these, on top of uh, the fun of just figuring out the cards, is they have these alter arts, uh, especially on the uh, all the adventure cards, just to make them look that much better. Well, originally we saw the art, and we're like, that's going to be the new masterpiece. And they're like, nope. They're actually coming out with a new form. It's called a collector set. And I don't know how they're going to... They haven't exactly released what's going to be in what. They're going to have their traditional draft packs. Then they're going to have collector's packs, which are going to be much more expensive. So in there, you're going to have a chance to get these altar arts. And they are gorgeous. They have full borders. And they're very thematic. And, of course, you know, Seb McKinnon's still my favorite. But we have some crazy fairy ones and it's really something to take in they go full palette and they have a lot of uh, artifacts now that are colored uh, mark rosewater said that worked well in the set and he's going to continue doing so and it's nice yeah we even have limited staples like crystal slipper artifact equipment for a two drop equipped creature gets one zero in haste and equips for one that's definitely going to be a uh, some oh, yeah. small limited mm-hmm. bomb yeah so just going over the, these pieces the other common notable is the seven dwarves. So anytime that we see you may have more than four copies in a deck, we go, whoa, whoa, it's going to be the new Relent- Relentless rats. rats. This is not quite that. they gone a little above and beyond. So seven dwarves is a two-cost dwarf creature, which I love dwarves. Awesome. Seven dwarves gets one one for each other creature named seven dwarves you control, and your deck can have up to seven dwarves in the deck. <laughs> So go on them. That is Flavor Town, and I hope it works out. It's a two-two um, originally for power and toughness, and the more you have, they just stack from there. Yeah. So, I think that'd be fun. I mean, Ramp they, those yeah, out. They went with Fairy Tale a lot, and this was awesome when they made, the way they made this set. And I can't wait to see what other you know ones are the cards that they're gonna release for this week. Absolutely. And, again, they've gone back to that hybrid mana. So a lot of these uh, multicolor spells will have where one mana of blue or red, that, that hybrid mana we normally saw um, reserved for Ravnica, and the flavor all over the place. Like, originally we talked about how they released a you know possible gingerbread monster. Yep. Well, even Gingerbrute is a one-cost artifact creature food golem. He is a food. Yep, he is. So all these things that say sack of food as a synergy... They can do that because he's a creature as creature. well. Yep. So he's a 1-1 one, one that has haste. You can pay one, and he can't be blocked this turn except by creatures with haste. So extremely unique, unblockable mechanic. Or you can just, like any other food, pay two and two. sack him and get three life. life. <laughs> so that's that's going to be abused in limited. I think uh, a lot of these cards, even like uh, the clue tokens that were in... Shadows in Estrad, they didn't really go past um, 
being used except for tireless tracker just because it was that that powerful i don't see food going a lot past this but it's still fun let's get your theme set let's enjoy it in limited and they're even messaging like oh why did you do a creature food i'm like well we have arbor elf oh no a dryad arbor it's a creature land so it's both. Yep. So why can't we have a creature food? Food. Yeah. Right? Make it thematic. It's a gingerbread man for crying out loud. Yeah. Eat him. The one that got away. <laughs> so I have a question for you, Andy. What is the question? Are you ready for the golden egg for the goose? Yes, I am. Have you seen the golden egg? Yes, I have. So the golden egg is a two drop food as well. Yeah. Because they're making creative food and not just you the food tokens. The you yep. can eat the egg. You can eat the egg. When the egg enters, draw a card. So there's value. Um, pay one, sacrifice it, add one mana to color, so it's mana fixing, or it's food traditionally, you know, pay yep. two, sack for three. So I'm a lot more excited about food than I originally was. I thought food was just going to be like, oh, it's just some sort of tokens energy, and yeah. you're going to try too hard. Like Energy, for as silly as it was, it didn't feel great until you played it. This looks good before I play it. Uh, yeah. Play it, you know? So as far as the my favorite pieces for Commander. So we talked about a couple pieces that could be used in Modern. Commander, they have put pushed a lot of power because they're pushing Brawl in Arena. And they have now just released in MTG Arena, opened it up Brawl, and they were giving away free cards. And Brawl was, frankly, dead up yeah. until that point. Now they did it with Arena, that's the lifeblood it needed to really get off. Okay. Because you can't go pat any deeper um, and history's past with Arena right now. Maybe they'll add more cards as historic, you know, dives deeper into its past. But it's only standard legal cards, so Arena makes Brawl viable. And it's it's exciting now. So in there, we got four sweet new commanders. And I won't go into them uh, too deep. They're Mythics from the set. Certainly go to MythicSpoiler.com to check them out. There's a lot of crazy different brews. But I'm more looking for on top of those, because those are great, going to be great commanders. But... The biggest thing is like, arc, uh, was it arcane signet, two drop, artifact, tap for any one color of your uh, commander's color identity. That is one of the best mana rocks that we've seen in a long, long time, and that's going to be coming in the new brawl packs. That's going to be worth it right there to buy a, bra- a pre-con brawl deck. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited for that. That's going to be a really expensive card, and again, people are guessing what it would be. I'm going to wait until it comes out before we actually see a stabilized price. Well, again, mythicspoiler.com. Dive in. Get excited. This is going to be a fun, very flavorful set. Yes. And, you know, people were even complaining on uh, um, Blogatog, which is Mark Rosewater, the developer of Ma- uh, Magic's uh, set. You know, if we're going to have artifacts that do the same thing as enchantments, I mean, why would you do that? That's terrible development. And he just puts flavor. And that's really what this set is. He, it went above and beyond really painting the theme of those storybook tales and i just love it to death oh yes we all do all right so let's go into decks get uh get closer to that interview here so again standards rotating so close so i just want to go over one deck before it leaves standard because it's been going for the full rotation is mono blue mono blue had an exceptional run it's been top tier um, in the top eight uh, deck lists basically since it's come out because it's just stayed that consistent. It had a bunch of creatures from Ixalan for these blue pirates. It's used different merfolk, like merfolk trickster from Dominaria, and it excelled from Dominaria's Tempest of Jin. and it really showed that 
Blue doesn't have to be this douchebag format where you don't get to play Magic. Instead, it has really unique ways of using powerful creatures, and this has been the most flavorful way to play Mono Blue in years in Standard. So if you have a chance, the deck is still decently cheap for a tier deck. It's $35 in paper. Oh, wow. Right. So I guarantee your friends are going to have some of these cards. Most of them are on uh, commons in the set. If you got a chance to go to an FNM, try rolling this. It's real cheap to quickly throw together, or you can just brew off of it. The power level of just using those Tempest Agents is insane. So give it a try. Go to mtggoldfish.com. Check out Mono Blue Tempo. Actually, have that deck. There I you go. One. It's actually super. It, it has Merfolk. It works. <laughs> it's super good. Yeah. Blue is the only color that I have been kind of uh, not. Don't understand, I guess, in my, my well, opinion. This is traditional creature stompy, so that would definitely be a deck to give a try. Okay. All right, so for modern this week, I want to dive into that new flavorful Niv Mizzet deck. So they, they're titling this, uh, again, five color Niv Mizzet is what it's going for, but they're titling it Bring to Light. So it's using Niv Mizzet Reborn, the new mythic from War of the Spark, which is Warburg, it's uh, white, blue, black, red, green. So five total converted mana costs for a flying 6-6 six, six creature. And when it enters the battlefield, reveal the top 10 cards of your library. For each color pair, choose a card that's exactly those colors from among them and put the rest onto the bottom of your library in any order. So choose those, put them in your hand. It just gives you a ton of draw, potentially, if you have a really diverse color palette. And Modern has a very diverse color pal palette indeed. So essentially, you fill the deck, besides Birds of Paradise, with multicolor nonsense. You're going to put in Ice Fang, uh, I think they call it uh, Codal, Codal. It's the snake, snow uh, snow creature from the new Modern Horizons. Oh, yeah. Snow, uh, snow Fang Viper. No, no, it's or a... Fro Frost Fang Viper. Ice Fang, K-O-A-T-L. Oh, cool. okay. Right. I don't know how to pronounce it. Codal, yeah. Codal, something like that. Huntsmaster of the Fells, which is two-color. You're going to put in uh, uh, Tosamir, Friend of Wolves. That came out of Warren Spark. They're putting in Teferi because he's two-color. Basically, if it's two or three-color, it's going in the deck. Yes. That's value. So it's using Abrupt Decay, Assassin's Trophy. It's using uh, Edomir's Call. It's using Is It Charm. Every value uh, card in Magic that's multicolor is in here. Watch Wolf? Um... No, but there are more wolves in here. Again, just that friend of wolves brings wolves into play. Okay. So you'd love you'd love this. Yeah, I would. Here. Yes. The only thing that really doesn't have multicolor in here is the Arkham's Astrolab, and that's just for value for the yeah. ramp and fixing. Because again, there's a lot of color in this deck. You're going to have to make sure your drops are are significant. Yeah. And the sideboard is so silly. It's got old Theros gods. It's got. <laughs> Um, Wheel of Sun and Moon. I mean, just stuff you'd nor normally see. So give it a try. It's basically multicolor shenanigans, and it's getting real results in modern. Again, mtggoldfish.com. And then this week, because that deck, as fun as it is, it is still $680, which, don't get me wrong, that's pretty damn cheap for modern. Yeah. Yes. But we want to do a budget deck each week, because if you're going to get into modern, there you can win on a $100 bill. Come on now. So, in the theme of winning on the $100 bill, we have Soul Myria. Saffron Olive just brought out this uh, deck a few days, uh, five-ish days ago, and it's been crushing an MTGO. So, what they use is the whole deck is based upon the new card 
Soul Herder. It's the art is epic. It looks like a giant um, star curtain behind like this uh, eclipse for a head. It's really cool by uh, Seven Cannon. But it's a three drop, one colorless, one white, one blue, creature spirit. And whenever a creature is exiled from the battlefield, put a one one counter on Soul Herder. At the beginning of your end step, you may exile another target creature you control and return it to your control. So it bounces, just like Flicker Wisp. So you put this out, you bounce your stuff, and it goes crazy. It's filled with all these bounce effects. So it has two copies of Venzer, so you can bounce the permanents uh, your opponent has back to their hand. It has Flicker Wisp, so you can rebounce Venzer to put their permanents <laughs> back to their hand. It has a, cop- a couple copies of Sun Titan. So you can recur oh, nice. your creatures back into play when oh, it comes good. in. And then bounce Sun Titan to get more creatures back into play. <laughs> Jesus. And it's, with Burn being so prominent after Hogak's ban, it's basically Burn, Tron, and um, I think there's another form of control, but Burn and Tron are the big ones. It's using a couple copies of Lone Missionary and more in the sideboard, which when it enters, gain four life. Ooh. It's using Wall of Omen, so all these enter the battlefield effects. Even a single copy of Golos Tireless Pilgrim, that's the 5-drop artifact creature scout from M20. When it enters, search your library for a land and uh, bring it in tapped. Or you can pay Warburg plus 2 to play the top 3 cards from your library for free. Oh, that's nice. Right. Yes. One of the top 3 cards of your library, I should say. So, very very tempo. It's not going to win turn two, but it's going to make sure that they suffer along for the ride, and you're just going to bounce like a madman. (laughs) That's the truth. (laughs) So, this whole deck, even with two copies of Myria Skyruin, which, again, it comes in tapped. If you have seven planes, return a creature from your graveyard to the battlefield every single turn. So, it's again, this deck is made for the long haul. $108. So, basically, for one Benny... You're sitting in a modern and playing a real competitive game. Give it a go. It's certainly worth looking up. All right. So I'm just going over my notes here. Um, We went over MTG Arena. Brawl's now live. But um, the bigger news this week is I want to put a big congratulations out to Reed, Reed Duke. He has been a professional player for quite a while. He is an excellent caster. He's a jack of many trades and beloved by the Magic community. No matter what happens, he keeps a level head, and he's always positive with the community and always proactive. Even when something's terrible, he'll call it out, but he's always trying to find this positive spin on how to make it better. And the community had the the board, how they actually enter people into the Hall of Fame, is they put up who should be uh, voted on, and he had 94.28% oh, wow. of the vote. Dang. Just to say, and we, we they had people like Brad Nelson in that list, so he was going against up long-term real players, and he just dominated the entire vote because people just really believed in him. So you've earned this, sir. Congratulations Dang. on hitting the Hall of Fame. Yes. Okay, last bit of news. So with all these food items coming out, like, you know, Ginger Brute, all yep. the fun food, like the golden egg. It's making me hungry is what it's doing. The magic community <laughs> has collectively got together. So when they brought dinosaurs out in Ixalan, they went out through magic's history, and he ratted a few cards that should have been dinosaurs in the first place and made them dinosaurs. Yeah. So now people are saying, hey, now that we have food, you need to fix this. We have a card that deserves to be food. So there's a card in magic's past. Oh, no. Every year, magic has a tradition of sending stores a promo. It's a holiday oh, promo. Oh, no. 
So this is a promo from 2006 called Fruitcake Elemental. Yeah, there it was. <laughs> Knew it. It's a three-drop <laughs> creature elemental, hopefully elemental food. Food, yeah. Right? And Fruitcake Elemental is indestructible. It's a 7-7. Seven, seven. At the end of your turn, it deals seven damage to you because who wants to own Fruitcake, right? No. Yuck. And then pay three. And you can give the fruitcake to someone Somebody else because you have to re-gift it because it's Christmas, right? Grandma's killer fruitcake. <laughs> exactly. So now there is a massive following on Reddit demanding that this be a Reddit to food. Elemental food. So go on Reddit. Make sure to upvote that. Put your comment in. We need this card ratted because Christmas time come December, we play, especially in our casual play, play groups, oh, yeah. we use Christmas cards. It's, yes. Yes. Because happy... Happy holidays. All right, guys. That concludes our subject for the news. And I believe I still have Jonathan and Penguin with me, correct? Yep. Excellent. Yeah, I'm still here. Let's dive into the interview, guys. So, number one, what is TCG Sniper? Well, I guess I'll start. Uh, TCG Sniper is just an app that alerts you whenever prices right now go down on certain cards on TCG Player. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, and Penguin can correct me on this, we're getting ready to push price increase alerts as well. Of course. Right? Yes, that's our next big update. There, we have a bunch of stuff coming, actually, and that's just part of it. So before we get into the updates, just your base, your base product. Yeah. Again, how I found you guys is uh, well, I was doing a Google search to be for, uh, frank, and I was typing in TCG, and I mistyped in something, and you guys popped up. So excellent find. <laughs> Wait, really? Part. Yes, that's exactly how. I oh, you'll you. have to show me that later. I'll have like, to. What you typed in? Yeah, but that's cool. Um, how I recognize you guys as a valuable product is I'm um, a nerd by trade, so I've had to purchase mm-hmm. a ton of stuff for work and personal reasons, for a lot of tech equipment. I even bought my podcast stuff on Amazon, and there's a tool called mm-hmm. Camel, Camel, Camel. That essentially what you do is you go to Amazon, you find your product. I want that toaster for grandma for Christmas. I think the toaster is going to go on sale this Black Friday. And you go to Camel, 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 and you type in that toaster, add it to the site, and it sends you an alert onto your email address letting you know when that toaster goes on sale. And I have abused that. That was actually our inspiration when we found out about TCGplayer.com. Um, we can get into how what we know about magic and whatnot, but when we found about TCGplayer.com, that was actually our inspiration. We're like, you know what? No one's really doing this, and uh, we'll just make a camel, camel, camel for this place. You it's, know, maybe people will like it. It's a great tool. I use it because I I ran my own uh, PC repair company for uh, years, and mm-hmm. you know, let's say I have to have parts on hand, like a you know, power supply or RAM, I would just put those those items on camel, 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 wait for the price to drop, and then you know, buy ten to make sure I had a stock. Well, now I can do that with my cards. So if I'm looking a four of, you know, Manamorphose and make a Storm deck, I can throw it in there. I can set my own price values, and I'm just mm-hmm. really impressed with the product. So um, right now, if I go in there, and please correct me on any detail if I'm wrong, you can set by, you know, percent or dollar amount, and it'll pop up. So I need to at least understand a little bit and make an educated guess on the market. So, mm-hmm. you know, I have some expensive cards, some cheaper cards in there, and I'm simply set it, leave it, and forget it, and you'll get it right to your email. Yep. We take care yep. of the rest once you set it. Again, how did you guys come up with this idea? You just want to do the camel, camel, camel. Uh, that was literally, we don't see this here. I mean, have you, how, got, how long have you guys played Magic? 
uh, that's that's really funny. Um, I've never played Magic before in my life until last week. Actually, I played a little bit of the Magic Online game. I don't really know mm-hmm. much about Magic now. Penguin has a little bit of a different story there, but honestly, neither of us aren't that familiar with what Magic really is. I mean, I know it's a game, a card game that people get together, but honestly, when we were first thinking about the idea of this app, we were really thinking, you know, there's some Yu-Gi-Oh cards out there that are kind of worth some money. Maybe someone who's like really into Yu-Gi-Oh would like this place. So, um, did you guys just hear that's about not TCG the case Player at all? What we've learned. What now? Did you guys just learn about TCG Player? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. You can go ahead. Uh, well, the story is uh, we had some friends who were really into Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, and we were having lunch with them one day, and they were showing us a site called TCG Player, and we were talking about where is the best place to buy these cards, and they redirect us to the site, and we get around to looking. We're like, okay, this is really cool. This is the main hub, like the Amazon, for buying any sort of uh, cards, or physical cards for uh the most popular card games and then we just look around and uh i'll let jonathan he's the one that came up with the original idea and i'll let him tell his a uh, great story on how it came to him right so originally these friends they were like oh man they're, they're like they had a side hustle we worked with these guys at like an office max in college yeah. but they had mm-hmm. a side hustle of trying to like flip uh Yu-Gi-Oh cards mm-hmm. and so he's like hey jonathan do you think you can like build me an app that would sync my data with the tcg player uh store um, so what he was trying to get at is that if he could sync his inventory, they gave um, him like a discount on like the on the cut of the sale if they if he were to sell something. And so he's like, "Do you think you can help me with this?" And I started looking into mm-hmm. it a little bit more, and I found that they actually had an official API for TCG Player. And, and then your so light bulb goes digging, off. Yeah, and so once I started digging into the API documentation, I'm like, they provide a lot of tools to uh, for people to create apps. And so I started looking into like what are the apps that people are making, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of um, price histories and de- deck builders, but I, I didn't see anything that was anywhere near to what we have now, which is just price alerts. And and we're like, you know what, people like Camel Camel Camel. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. I didn't even mention that to you, and you're like, this looks exactly <laughs> like this website. And it's funny because mm-hmm. that's exactly what our inspiration was. But that's not where we were going to stop. Uh, we're going to keep going and continue to refine on this product uh, and kind of tailor it to what people actually want. And so, yeah, that's kind of where we're going now. So a couple of questions came to mind, right? So yeah. you started with the camel, camel, camel idea. I'm just still blown away that you guys haven't played magic or, you know, just use this <laughs> off of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. And now oh, you yeah. just dropped into uh, a gold mine for us players, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually let me give my background. kind oh, of. I've, I've played a lot of card games, mostly online. But I played Magic Gathering a couple times uh, physically, and I don't know. I know about card games, and I played them, and they're fun. But I'm not really much in the financial side of card games, and this kind of has shed a lot of light on that for me. And we're both learning a lot about Magic and just card games in general and finance. And we're hoping that with this product, we can help a lot of people. You guys really opened up like this Pandora's box of like this community we didn't even know existed, and it's massive. And there are people who are really dedicated to this like mm-hmm. finance side of the game, which is very, very interesting for someone who knows nothing about it. Right? I thought it was just a game. Oh yeah, and it is a game, but it's way more than a game. Like it's like there's people who take this so seriously and are really, you know, there people make their livelihoods out of buying and selling, and they kind of like I've seen places where they kind of treat them like 
stocks in a way like they build these portfolios and like you know i think these cards are going to be worth x amount of dollars in in a few years or a few months and uh mm-hmm. and i well i'm seeing these communities and i'm like man these people really could use our product honestly you need to, like, you need to diversify in mox opals make sure you get some fetch lands you know make sure exactly. your portfolio know exactly for your retirement's up yeah. there <laughs> yeah well i mean think of penny stocks right you're by, by mm-hmm. what a stock for a buck well, hell, ma- right. I own magic cards. I, I have a like underground C, and that's what eight hundred bucks, thousand bucks right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, forget stock, one card worth more than weight in gold. So it just it is mind blowing to get into. But <laughs> oh yeah, I mean honestly, I think in the next like year or two, I'm gonna sell all the stocks in my four hundred one k and just invest in the magic. Honestly, <laughs> crypto's out, stocks, bonds out. I'm going all into magic. Well, that mm-hmm. you, you guys the really opened up my secret. eyes here. <laughs> Then you have the insider trade secret, so you can dive right in and make sure that you snipe those cards when you want them. <laughs> right, right. So, again, what are you seeing? Because, again, this is, you have no idea, not a lot of idea anyway about Magic the Gathering. So, what are you getting requests for? What What are the the hot items that you guys want to develop or people are screaming, I need this? Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest thing I've seen is the ability to import, say, deckless and to be able to uh set alerts for everything or they can just pull in all the cards that they have for their deck list and be able to set alerts according to specific cards and just be able to organize it that way i see that really big that seems like a big thing that should be absolutely coming. i mean you some guys listening to this week in mtg heard about the sweet list and they just imported mm-hmm. into tcg sniper and wait for the prices to drop 10 percent. yeah that's that makes sense really big that makes yeah, sense. another thing that we're hearing, right, is, um, you know, right now we're currently just sending out notifications or alerts via email. And that was kind of like just how we started off this project. Uh, I'm pretty excited to, uh, like, I guess announce for the first time on this podcast that we're getting ready to release a huge update to our app that allows us to not only send notifications via email, but if you're more of on the side of, oh, I really want to know when these are gonna hit and i'm not gonna be at my desk or you know i want just i just want to know faster we're actually going to start sending out these alerts via sms text and and also discord alerts so if you're sitting playing a game uh mm-hmm. at your desk and you've got discord open you're gonna get a notification straight to your discord channel whoa, whoa hold and on. Uh, that's something we're gonna be releasing within so the next week do i get to be a beta test within the next couple days do i get to, do i get to be a beta test on my discord well, of course, of course. Yeah. excellent so again this week in MTG's Discord, you can get it uh, through uh, Patreon. You can come test out the new Discord bot right from our uh, right from our Discord guys. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll give her a full go. So, what else is coming out in this new, you know, um, first announced release on uh, on our show here? What what else are we going to be getting? So, with those two new alert channels, it's part of our plus package. And so, right now, we have two plans that we're going to release free. TCG Sniper will always have a free plan. You know, um, essentially, it just allows you to get your alerts via email, and you can set a couple alerts. Right now, I have it set it to three, but we're thinking about increasing that a little bit um, relatively soon. And with our Plus package, you're going to get the SMS and Discord, and you're also going to be able to set up to, uh, actually, we're going to say unlimited alerts. There's going to be a soft limit of 50, uh, just so we can protect uh, the APIs we're using. But if you need more, mm-hmm. just let us know. We'll be happy to increase it. Just just hit us up on Discord or uh, just send us an email, That's and f- yeah. uh, we'll bump it up for you. That's fantastic. So, mm-hmm. it, again, free comes with, uh, right now, three or you guys are bumping that up soon, alerts. And then I, I see in there it says frequent checks. What does that mean? 
So we're we're I don't know if we really want to disclose how often we're checking. Uh, it's kind of like a trade secret. But our plus subscribers, uh, their alerts get checked more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's part of the it's kind of it's part of this package we're uh, formulating for people who are like really serious about this. And so we're going to be checking your alerts way more frequently than the plus. That doesn't mean um, the plus isn't going to find value out of this. It's just that it's more of on a set interval. Well, I mean, that only makes sense. I mean, your your server hosting and the amount of effort it takes is what costs you money. So if you're in a free plan, it'll only do, you know, X amount of time. But it, could you give us an estimate or ballpark between A and B? Or We could say several times an hour. Ooh, that is way better than I thought it was. Several yeah. times an no, hour. No, we're not checking like once an hour, once every couple hours. No, 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 not at all. That that even, seems even pretty now for great. the free, it's it's more frequent than once an hour. Yeah, well, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're serious about it and you're wanting to, you know, offload some cards or invest in cards, you know, sometimes that spike can go in a 15 minute interval. So paying makes sense for those real mm-hmm. avid people. But mm-hmm. that's fantastic. And we only have this free plan right now, right? These are updates that come in the future, and we've already had people snag some pretty good cards mm-hmm. with the 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 couple times an hour frequency that we have with our plus uh, with our free plan sorry so for fun i just top of my head what's the most expensive card you've seen pop in someone's alert oh man uh i <laughs> just saw that the other day uh you remember lockheed i believe he was on this podcast he was he, a, he was in an after dark. yeah he had a he had a card that uh we sent an alert it was it was a couple hundred dollars i don't remember the ballpark honestly but That's it fantastic. had dropped a pretty good amount right um, and he got an alert, and he's like, yeah, man, I snagged it. You would have to ask him about it, though. Uh, I meant to ask him, but I never got around to it. That, that'd be a success story to throw on the site. Like, I saved, right? yeah. <laughs> I saved uh, $75 by going to the TCG plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, mm-hmm. so, All right, uh, another update I want to talk about. Uh, you said uh, before it was it's just for price monitoring for cards that drop to a certain price. But also in this new update, we're going to be including uh, different thresholds for price. So once this update drops, people will be able to set higher limits, lower limits. If they want to see any sort of change uh, with the price of their card, they'll be able to set that. Oh, this would be fantastic. So if you have, so it's set with price spikes as well. That means Mm -hmm. I can take my trade binder, essentially upload it into TCG player, set that if any card spikes 10%, send me an alert, Mm -hmm. and I can start just, you know, oh, wow, this 380% card that I just saw on uh, MTG Stocks, I normally would take a week to get to. Now, bing, Mm -hmm. pop, and sold. That's that's, that's great for those that want to do some side investments or real investments. Mm -hmm. If you just want to hold on to a card and uh, wait for it to spike up in price to sell immediately, that's... That's the plan for that. So in using it, I, I mean, I have a few suggestions of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Let's let's say, because, again, I put a few cards in there of my own to, to get, and so far it's been working pretty good. And mm-hmm. the, the big thing that I see is if I want, I'm going to say, like, a Steel Overseer. It's been printed in, like, three, four sets. I have to mm-hmm. add an alert for each set right now. Is there going to be an update to fix that so it just grabs Steel Overseer any set for this percentage? Yes, I will. I would love to say yes, um, but again, <laughs> we have to learn a little bit more about magic to understand what exactly that means. Um, mm-hmm. Are these sets coming from another? Like, are you exporting these sets from another website? So that the, like helps you build it, or yep, the, the sets a bit more would actually become from MTG Gather. It would show uh, show where they're at. But 
for instance, mm-hmm. it was printed uh, four times. So it was printed in M11, M12, M13, and then it was just reprinted here in what was the last core set? M, uh, M20. Mm-hmm. So it was printed in all those four sets, and each of them have a separate price point. So maybe, I don't know. If gotcha. That... Okay. 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 Yeah. I see what you're saying. Right. Uh... They're the same card. They're just reprinted in different sets and have a different set symbol. Mm-hmm. Right. And you don't want to have to do that individually because right. I can get kind of. Yeah. Okay. I see so... what you're saying. Yeah. That shouldn't be a problem. Like, obviously, um, I'll take a little bit more time to push out than some of the, so let's say, some of the other stuff we're doing. Well, let, um, let's put it this from, way. Just from the research side. of Because, uh, and I'm thinking from a technical point here, but I would love to. I don't see a problem. I don't really have a problem with doing that. So this uh, this puts up like you got to pick what's most popular and what people are demanding. So what is your dev mm. process again? Is of course, it, is it just you two? It's just well, us. We have a yeah, committee in our Discord mm-hmm. um, that Rob recently just joined, actually, um, <laughs> and we're just kind of bouncing ideas and from off of different people because we want to know what people who actually are going to be using this tool want, right? Mm-hmm. And so up until this point, up until we formed that committee like a couple weeks ago. Um, we, it was just us and we're just kind of getting a feel of like maybe what we think is good mm-hmm. but obviously those opinions don't really matter because we're not really we're not the ones really using it um, to be fair the people that we're who are signing up you know we want to hear from you and so if you do sign up we do have a discord ourselves it's plastered all over our site and uh, I don't know maybe the link will be somewhere when you're wherever you're listening to this podcast well fantastic it'll be uh, um, again tcgsniper.com and again, join the, I joined the committee because I was again trying to see what the, these guys were all about, and I was just blown away. I could find a camel, camel, camel for my, my. I hate that name, by the way. That was the <laughs> worst marketing choice. It's awful, <laughs> but it, it. I think I understand where they're coming from. Like we literally haven't forgotten their name. Oh, of course. <laughs> like, I haven't not. used the site in like a year, right? And I haven't forgotten the name, camel, camel, camel mm-hmm. It's super memorable. I'm gonna start a startup company called Betty White's Farts. And people will be like, yeah, I know exactly what that product is. I will never forget it. I want to know. Buy that domain, damn it. Let me just snipe that from you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, certainly like, go to the Discord because you guys have been mm-hmm. more than responsive. I've seen new uh, players come into your um, chat and, you know, they'll, they'll, you guys will answer questions. You're really responsive. It's it's like uh, mm-hmm. part of your text message system yourself is how you guys handle <laughs> Discord. So if you guys yeah. want to help out, make suggestions, they'll prioritize as you can go to their discord and, and let them know and uh so how can people get started how they can uh, just go to our website tcjsniper.com uh, there's a sign up button click it and probably by the time you hear this podcast we might have our plans up and running if not we have the free tier sign up and if you want more alerts than just the three it currently has pop in our discord and ask us so of really don't we really don't mind yeah the best way to get uh if you want more alerts if you want to learn about the process that we're going through, want to get suggestions, our Discord's the best way to talk to us. And we're more than welcome to talk to anybody that wants to come by. We, we're not just some uh, group that just wants to come in, not know anything, and just push out a product. We want to talk with the community and get the make the best product that everyone's going to love. So you guys were kind enough to uh, use this platform to tell about your big update for the first time. So mm-hmm. is there like a a fun or tentative hard date that you're going to have it uh, done. I know before uh, I saw some, some chat in discord saying it's going to be real soon, like Tuesday mm-hmm. soon. I always do yeah, everything like, by which Tuesday it's taco Tuesday. It's an important day a week for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is it? <laughs> that was kind of inspiration for the release date. Like, mm-hmm. We can't, we can't release on the, uh, on like a Monday. No, you guys, it's gotta be the Tuesday after for taco Tuesday, but yeah, we're looking at Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. Essentially the code is done, right? 
Um, but we want to make sure, you know, no one likes bugs. So we're going to do a little bit, we're going to take our time, do a little bit of testing, mm-hmm. and then do a release. And we'll announce when everything is live in our Discord. It's our best way to communicate with people who are using our app. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So tcgsniper.com, and then just simply just start now. There's a button there, uh, make an account, yep. log in, and add a alert. Pick a card, give it a try, see how the, the UI works. And as a added incentive to come and check us out, when we do push out these new updates, um, we're going to be giving away a free, a, a lifetime plus membership to anyone who signs up after this podcast goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, not to anyone. We're going to pick one one person that's going to be the, <laughs> the lucky recipient for this uh, mm-hmm. lifetime free membership. Mm-hmm. Um, Just to think, know the value of it, it's normally our plus plan is $10 a month, or that's that's the plan that we have currently. So if you get a, a lifetime plus membership, it's, a, I would think, a big deal for somebody who wants to get, who is really invested in this sort of community. Well, yep. I mean, think of it this way, right? You guys are pledging that, even though 10 bucks right now when you do your new plan, but a lifetime mm-hmm. membership, that can include like all these cool new features and add-ons and all this stuff for exactly. that one. Yes. That You're on the ground floor for everything TCG Sniper is going to offer for free in the future. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yep. So mm-hmm. what exactly do they need to do to qualify? Just got to sign up. Uh, yep. Anyone who signs up after this podcast goes out. Um, they'll be entered to uh, win it automatically, and we're gonna pick our winner on September thirtieth. Is that everybody um, on the state going forward, or everybody from before and going forward to the to the the date you you just mentioned? Everyone who signs up after this podcast goes live. So it's an exclusive this week in MTG promotion. <laughs> Fantastic. Well. Yeah, I, we certainly appreciate that. And sign up. And do they have to actually put an alert in, or just just sign yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. Yes, so at least set one more alert. <laughs> yeah, just set set alert, please. Just please one. All right, uh, <laughs> do it. Right, come you on. Heard just it check it out. First. See how it works, and then tell us what you like, what you didn't, and mm-hmm. you'll be in the drawing to win that free plus account. So, you heard it yeah. here first. Sign up for an account. Put one alert in, and you and you're in for the lifetime free subscription. Well, that's fantastic. You guys got questions for this uh, these fine gentlemen? Uh, not at this moment. Yeah, why haven't I not got my alert yet about my Renin Six not going down in price? It's only gone up, oh, no. bro. Exactly. <laughs> I want it to oh, no. go down. <laughs> so what? Yeah. What Bacon's insinuating here is you guys aren't big enough to have a magic wand to lower prices yet. You just monitor when they do. Yeah, come on, be better. Uh, one day. I'll add it to my Kanban board. (laughs) Yes, put that to the Kanban board. It'll it'll be in the next sprint. Don't worry. We'll get it done. Oh, good. Thanks. (laughs) Just talk to the CEO of TCG players. Like, come on, we need to lower that prize for running six. (laughs) Oh, uh, something I would like to mention that's going to be coming up in the future, maybe not uh, soon, but it's definitely in our scopes, is we're wanting to just go go past just TCG player. We'd like to go sites like Troll and Toad or... uh, I'm sorry. MTG Goldfish was yeah. another one we're looking at. Yeah, that's for the pulling the decks. We also want to look at the Card Kingdom. We want to be able to work with those sites, not only just TCG uh, players, so we can ensure people get the best deal that they're looking for. That's fantastic. So you'll be able to go to other stores, so you have one place to set an alert. So no matter where it goes down, that 10% mm-hmm. or whatever you marked out, if it'll tell you which store, and you'll still get an alert for it no matter what. That That would be gold. That far surpasses what Camel 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 even do, uh, does with Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> That's like 
I'm going to find this toaster, but if it's going to show up on Walmart.com, eBay, or Overstock, it doesn't matter. I'm still mm-hmm. getting the alert. That would be great. Bravo. Bravo, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, yeah, all these all these great uh, uh, things that are coming with TCG Sniper are all just suggestions or things we've talked about with people in the community. And so this app essentially just a collection of what the community wants. That's that's fantastic. So I have a couple things, right? One, yeah. if people join your Discord, will you play a game of Arena with them? Yes. <laughs> All you right. Can, you can you can say that you won and beat me, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Sure. yeah. I don't feel too bad. I don't have Arena either. Just... So. All right. So if you're looking to crush some noobs, they really need them taking down a peg. <laughs> yeah. hey, uh, hey, sometimes we uh, will play each other, and you can. Uh, You'll be able to watch both of us, and you can either coach us if you'd like, or you can just sit back and laugh at us. It's just like watching monkeys like play. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's it's pretty embarrassing to be honest. I think you're insulting the monkeys. Oh, probably. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. I'm sorry, monkeys. All right, my my last petition, right? Because we had Lockheed on the the podcast, uh, um, uh, Adam Lazar, and shout out. So we, we maybe we can message him see if his play group would like to start a uh, a tournament. You know, we'll we'll call it like the TCG Sniper Open to put uh, pressure on you guys after you guys get your uh, next update out and you guys have begun to release the product, and we can do a full on Magic tournament hyping up TCG Sniper. Yeah, that'd be great. I would definitely win that hands down. You don't <laughs> even have to have the tournament. Yep, he just <laughs> assembles Exodia, the Forbidden One, and obliterates. <laughs> Wait, we're playing Magic, right? <laughs> me, See, I don't even know any better. I, I play my Zapdos. I don't even know any better. Use Zapdos. I'll bring a Pikachu. Oh. That's a, this is embarrassing. <laughs> no, no, Tauros is all to go. Oh, terrible Pokemon. Oh, oh, terrible one. No. It's the worst That's one That's the best ever. one. Oh, no, Tauros. it's the worst one. Well, one of you want me in PUBG and, or Rainbow Six, and maybe maybe I'll have a fighting chance. But, there you uh, go. Yeah. So... <laughs> Jonathan Penguin, do you guys got any other notes before we uh, we skedaddle? That's it. That's it. Oh, go donate to that charity. I checked out that charity. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. really cool what they're doing. It's uh, Magic Kids. MagicKids.org. Fantastic. M A G I Kids.org. And they're actually located in Rochester, Minnesota. So we're pretty fortunate. We're going to be collecting um, bulk, any type of cards that we have around here, and we're actually going to drive down there. It's like four and a half hours mm-hmm. for us for here, yep. and we're going to do a in-the-car silly podcast and donate a carload of stuff to them. So if you're in the Minnesota area from anywhere from Fargo to St. Cloud, Minnesota, reach out. My contact information is on the website, thisweekinmtg.com. We're going to try to fill a truck. Wait, who's wow. truck? Well, That's I mean... Awesome. <laughs> We'll have to find a truck first. Yeah, steal one. <laughs> Excuse me, we're going to fill the van. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah. All right. well, that's awesome. Fill the van. Doing that for them. All right, anything else, gentlemen? Um, I don't know for me. I just want to say thank you for having us on here. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Anytime. So much. It was a pleasure. This is awesome. I've never done a yeah. podcast before. This is legit. They had the like the dubstep music in the beginning and everything. That's awesome. I was over here just like straight to the other just jamming out on my desk. Yeah, man, that just proved you didn't listen to my other podcasts. <laughs> Wipe a tear from my eye. All right, I clearly heard well, all of them. Uh, so Andy B, you got yes. anything for us before we leave? Uh, thanks for inviting me here. For this. I was here last week, and like I said, yeah, thanks for inviting me to this podcast as well. 
And I truly appreciate it. And no problem. We're no. happy to have you. And no, thanks. Nothing like you know, donate to your local hunters association. Um. Well, I guess be closer to deer hunting on that way before oh, I can say okay. anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess with with uh, archery coming around, and when you guys see the orange boxes either here in Perm or in Frazee, um, yeah, donate your hides for hides for habitat. So hides for habitat is actually done through all the entire um, Minis- mid- yeah. Midwest. So uh, well, it'll be Minnesota. Well, the, the Minnesota yeah, has for, their own, but yeah, each for, state does in the Midwest. So Wisconsin, yep. South Dakota, North Dakota. Florida. And Minnesota has uh, Habitat for Highs, and Iowa. Forgot about yeah, that one. Iowa, yeah. So if you see orange boxes across Just any of those point states. Point at me and say Iowa. <laughs> what, <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> you know that one time yeah. where you got lost in the corn? <laughs> but I, I never went to Iowa. <laughs> that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if you see those orange boxes, you know, uh, Donate your hides if you got them. Yeah, deer hides. Yep, because <laughs> yeah, because all because uh, all the money that goes for deer, for the hides goes to the kids for camps for Four Corn Camp. And Pete is gonna find me and just eat my podcast alive. <laughs> uh, no, they come find me us, first. <laughs> thanks, Andy. How yeah, about thanks, you, Bacon? I uh, come check me out on Twitch at the Bacon Man two one eight, and all my social media. I got Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter at the Bacon Man two one eight. Perfect. It's going to be crispy. Oh, sizzling? Always sizzling on my pod, sizzling. on my, my stream. It's going to say podcast, but it's a stream. Fantastic. Well, again, we uh, just did a shout-out for Magic Kids. Don't forget about them. And I just want to put out uh, a plot. If you guys like this podcast, I, I have a mission for you. Share this with at least two of your Magic friends. If you enjoy this, please share it. And don't, don't pick, like, just someone that plays Magic. Like... If you enjoy a good dick joke with a friend, that's the guy you're looking for. Oh, wait. You've got to share it with Andy, this guy. Andy, you're my friend, right? Yes. Okay, you need to check out This Week in MTG. Robbie, you're my friend, right? No, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Penguin, are you my friend? Of course. Jonathan? Yeah. There we you go. you check out This Week in MTG. There, so, see, I'm already done. Go to the website, right. thisweekinmtg.com, and don't just go there to listen to it. Find your favorite podcast store. We're on iTunes. We're on Google uh, Play. We're on Spotify, Stitcher. We're on every single platform I can possibly find. I know because I've spent like four solid days <laughs> looking to submit everything. And then I do have a question I want to throw out to our listeners. For everybody that plays, um, in the comments, I guess on Facebook, on this or uh, Lakes Area Magic, um, I want you guys to comment what is your most popular format you guys play at your stores or, or your playgroups. So you can certainly do that on our social media pages. It's This Week in MTG on Facebook or yeah. at this underscore week in MTG on Twitter. Yeah, we want to hear from you guys as well. I thought so, it was going to be like, what's your favorite animal card? <laughs> <laughs> I've done that one too, but I figured now nah, this one would be a little bit. Tell me your favorite snake card. Yeah, no, this one, I, I figured this one would be a little bit so the, nicer. Like, yeah. The point of doing is subscribe and make sure you're doing notifications so we, you can be updated exactly when this comes out. So thanks again, guys, and yeah. let's kick that outro. Thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. oh no. Seriously, follow guys. and subscribe, or is it just follow? I, you know what? Subscribe, follow, like, share. It's it's. Oh my! It's on Spotify. It's already on Stitcher. We have the RSS feed on the website. Thisweekinmgd.com. That's us. Please share with your friends. Share it up. Outro done. <laughs>